everyone, this is Greg Laurie of A New Beginning, heard daily on Bible School Radio, 91.3 KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth, and on 91.3 KYJC Commerce. Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. So what is the difference between a bear market and a stock market crash? Today we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. If you got a question for me, I want to invite you to go to the website at www.prudentmoney.com. At the website, you will see a section at the top of the page on the, uh, on the website that will say, Ask a Question, and you can go to that, uh, send a question in. If you need something a little bit more extensive, further advice, I always have block time open for that. You can you can uh, book some time on my calendar. Very easy system to set up. We just started doing this to provide more ability for people to get resources. So as it's it's one of those that if there's something open, you can take it. Uh, and uh, if not, you can go to the next week or the next week, and we'll get you taken care of. That's off the website, www.prudentmoney.com. Well, let's talk a little bit about the market today, a little bit more of the same than what we saw yesterday. The S&P 500 was down close to a percent. The uh, NASDAQ was down a little about the same. And uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down three quarters of a percent. For those of you who just followed the Dow, 251 points down, did see again Something that uh, that I we talked about the yes, yesterday, but there's two or three of these numbers I'm tracking and going to tell you about as we uh, share this time together. The first one is oil, up 2.48 percent. Unfortunately, as the situation in Israel with Hamas uh, intensifies. And uh, especially when you start to get getting uh, more Iran and any other Middle East countries that are that are uh, potentially could get involved in this. Guess where the price of oil is going? Big. I know that's n- not a big shocker, uh, but uh, what what a what a mess that is. Just a horrible situation that is. So gold was up, oil was up. Uh, unfortunately, our friend uh, the interest rates were up. As we talked about yesterday, the 30-year mortgage up over 8%. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll obviously take a little bit for that to, to be the case before you really see the, the effect on the markets. <clears throat> but um, the stock market is taking notice of that for sure. And the Probably the most confusing economic data of the day. And, you know, I like to talk, and I hope that that this is something that you're kind of getting an idea of how this works. 
But we've talked about many times that it's important for Washington to build an optic that the economy is one way when it eh, really is another way. Especially as we're going into 2024, an election year. So, you know, President Biden can have something to say that he did. Just the way politics work. Well, there's this index. We talk about it just about every month here lately because it's, it predicts recessions. And uh, I wish I could find my notes from last month's leading economic index. Because those notes, I remember them, were fairly dire as far as what this index was saying was going to happen and uh, the difference between that and what was really going on and what's probably going to happen down the road. For the 18th month, the leading economic index dropped 0.7%. 18 months in a row. Historically speaking, that's not really good news. But yet, in the same article, they talked about how the economy was doing great and how we were going to be recording a 4% plus economic growth rate in the third quarter. Now, I don't even know where to start with that. Let me say, there is, something is wrong. Something is terribly wrong when you have one real good predictor of recession. And if we're heading for a recession, we should not be at 4% plus economic growth. That's ridiculous. Part of the optics machine. And, and no, no president, no uh, yeah, no president wants to go up for re-election while we're facing a recession. So you make the numbers what you want to make them. I, I don't think that should be any big, big surprise to anybody. So we, we have this leading economic index, which looks at 10 different areas of the, of the markets, of the economy and the markets, and a pretty good representation of what's going on with with the economy sank almost half more than was, was forecasted by economists. I mean, is anybody listening? <laughs> 18 months. I wish I had my, my other notes because I could really compare this to uh, the, other, the other set of notes. It's, it's, it's not good. So we'll see how this all plays out. I, I, one of the things that, uh, that, I've, that I've talked about many times is that they can only create optics for so long, reality catches up. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a real surprise when it does. But uh, the one thing, though, obviously we're keeping an eye on is bond interest rates once again. Had a big day today. Interest rates were, were well, were, were, I think, close to 2% up. And, of course, that affects mortgage rates. We broke down more with the real estate market yesterday, talked a little bit about what's going on.
there you have it. That's my economic update for the day. And I uh, hope you're getting something out of that. I was telling somebody earlier today that I think it's important to spend some time talking about this so that you stay informed as to what's going on. Whether you agree with, you know, I'll give you my opinions. Whether you agree with me or not, it's not the point. The point is, is that you understand what is happening, what the economic indicators are saying is happening, so you can start getting an idea of what all this means. I think one of the worst scenarios is for something to happen and catch everybody's surprise, which is what ends up happening. My listeners, I want to be up the curve on what's going on. And uh, so I appreciate you giving me the, the time to, uh, allowing me the time to uh, at least give you my opinions as to what's going on. So let's talk a little bit about a stock market crash. Back in 1987, and, and by the way, I think this is important to know the, uh, between the two because the, the gloom and doom media, financial media, or as I like to say, the gloom and doomers, when they, when they uh, print their, send out their emails or marketing information about how the, everything's about to crash and everything, we're going to have these problems and you need them to make sure that you get through it, subscribe to their newsletter. Remember, remember most of them are selling something. It's good to know, to kind of, to, from, from what lens to interpret and filter some of this information. Today is the 36, let me make sure here, 36, I believe. Well, I had two articles about this, and I left the one with the number on the desk, on my desk. I think it's 36 uh, year anniversary of the 1987 stock market crash. And I remember that, that day as if it were yesterday. The markets dropped over 20% in what was called Black Monday. So that would really, the, the anniversary date is today, the, the uh, 19th. And the actual anniversary of the day would be Monday, Black Monday. But I remember that as if it were yesterday. And I, was, I remember I was at Baylor University uh, probably a sophomore, yeah, sophomore or junior, one or the other. And I remember watching some of the, the live coverage, which was something that was really, but CNBC, pretty brand new. And the stock market just dropping big, big amounts of, of uh, of uh, percentage, dropping big percentages during this one day. And of course, it continued on for four, a total of four days. I think the total amount that the four, in the four days was 28%. Now, back in 1987, that was a big deal. 28% drop in the market. Big, a big deal today, but especially be a big deal in 1987 when you weren't really used to that kind of, that kind of activity. But that night, in particular, I had a class 
And the class, believe it or not, true story, class was on the, the uh, workings of the stock market. And so it was taught by this guy who was a broker. In fact, I can still see, I can, I can see a picture of him walking into the classroom that night. After, we'll get back to that story in a second. This is Bob Brooks. We are up against the break. Stick around. I'll be right back. The word for today is excited to announce the new official online home for the ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith and K. Smith. PastorChuck.org At PastorChuck.org, you'll have instant access to thousands of hours of verse-by-verse teaching by Pastor Chuck Smith from Genesis through Revelation and full access to special messages on subjects such as prophecy and much, much more. Also at PastorChuck.org, a full library of great teachings by K. Smith and a section where you can read some of Pastor Chuck's books online, all free of charge. So visit the new official online home of The Word for Today and the ministry of Pastor Chuck and Kay Smith. PastorChuck.org Do you find yourself overwhelmed after watching the news? Sing more songs. A lot of our anxiety comes from the fact that we look at our God as being too small. Not that we're not tempted to do that, but we need to sing more psalms. Please join us 5 a.m., 1 p.m. Saturday and 7 a.m. Sunday to hear Jason Wallace give expository teaching of the Bible. Hi, this is Kirby Anderson with the Point of View Radio Talk Show. I want to invite you to listen to our program on KDKR from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday. We look at various issues from a biblical perspective. Our topics range from politics and economics to the Bible, theology, and apologetics. We also bring authors and informed experts to the program. We talk about anything that affects your faith, your family, or your freedom. Hope you'll join us every day on Point of View right here on Bible School Radio 91.3. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. If you got a question for me, go to the website. There's quite a few options there. Bottom line is we want to make sure that you have the resource of advice and help, which is uh, seems to be missing today in our financial, our financial system. And we've put on a, uh, a, the ability for you to schedule some time on the phone to get some help if you need that as well. So uh, something we're real serious about, making sure that you've got some resources and uh, making sure that we get information out to you. That's off the website, www.prudentmoney.com. So I'm talking about uh, 19, uh, October 19th, 1987. So this guy, stockbroker who teaches our class, I mean, you know, he's been through a 20-plus percent decline, lost a lot of money. And, and listen, 20-plus 20 plus, 20 plus, uh, percent loss is much, much greater, probably more like a 35 or 40 percent loss today. And so he comes dragging in. He looks like he's been through war, uh, World War Three coming soon. World War Three, and um, I mean, it just looks like a wreck. 
but what was interesting is to be able to get his perspective of what happened that day. I was really impressed he showed up. I mean, I can only imagine being now much, much older and uh, uh, appreciating managing in a very stressful, uh, stressful job like, like this is and come to teach a bunch of college students how the markets work. Especially probably after you're questioning it, uh, watching what has happened that day. But that was a stock market crash. The way that I would define a stock market crash is a very large drop over a small amount of time and then a rebound. And just for, again, to give you a, a, a great example, well, let me back up. So that, that's, a, that, that's a stock market crash. You saw that in, in 1987. The top to bottom lasted uh, literally four days. Then it rebounded. But the worst of it was, was behind most investors. And then eventually it recovered, and it recovered fairly quickly. That's pretty much the hallmark of a crash. A crash from the bottom to the top of the crash, excuse me, from the top to the bottom of the crash is quick and gets over with, and uh, that's, that's the, the, the worst of the drop. Then it starts to recover. As opposed to a bear market starts one month and may, you may not hit the bottom until 18 months later. So very, two very, very different, different scenarios. And of course, there's some other definitions. A bear market, a, a stock market is in a bear market when the markets drop over 20%. And uh, that's, that's generally declared a, a bear market as well. So there's a lot of social media flying around right now talking about how this is the anniversary of, of Black Monday and how we're positioned to do this exact same thing, the exact same type of situation. The charts show it. Maybe so or maybe not. But I, I want to suggest to you that a crash, if it were to I would rather be in a crash situation than a bear market situation. Let me give you another example of a, a market crash. A market crash was what, has, what happened when COVID started. I believe it was like 45 or so days from top to bottom, and then it, then it uh, rebounded in the same year. That, ladies and gentlemen, was a crash, was not a bear market, but yet, Wall Street calls it a bear market. I would totally disagree because I think that we have to look at what, the, what crashes look like. If you looked at, look at 1929, which is the worst bear market on record, it started out looking like a crash. Horrific drop of about 45%. But then it rebounded and, and looked like that that was maybe a, it was just a crash and that was the, the worst of it. But then it uh, went to way further down, ended up in 1932, 86% drop in value. Can you imagine 
for every dollar that you owned, if you were if during, alive during that time period, for every dollar that you owned, let's say represented a share of the stock market, you lost 86 cents. 86 cents. And of course, really the chances are of us having a drop like experiencing something like that is would be very low, very small, just because there was a lot of factors that led to the 1929 stock market, bear market, a lot of different situations. So that's really the big difference between the, the two. Now, I came across this, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where a lot of this stuff comes from. But this is a re very reputable news outlet. And it says, the good news is that the odds are extremely low that U.S. stocks in the next several months will experience a comparable single-session debt decline. Talking about what happened with the, uh, uh, with the stock market crash in 1987. It says, the bad news is that those odds aren't zero. Of course, no odds are zero when it comes to stock market. It says, we know the odds of a crash because researchers several, several years ago derived a formula that successfully predicts the average frequency of stock market crashes over long periods of time. Now, keep in mind, stock market crash is much, it's going to happen a lot less frequently than a bear market is going to happen. According to that formula, there's a one in five chance that over the next 30 years, the U.S. market will see another 22.6% one-day drop. I, mean, I don't know where they get this stuff from. I mean, you could you could assign. I would say it's it's a lower probability. But what's a low? What is a low probability? Is it two percent, ten percent? I would say it's about 15 to 20 percent. But the the point is, is that at any given time, you can't. And they, they go through the chances of a 5% daily drop, I would say 100%. It's going to happen. 10% daily drop, they have it uh, below 10%. I would say it's above 50%. I mean, you, you can't, and this is what, what ends up happening with Wall Street and the, the financial services industry. They act as if, this type of risk just could never happen. Or that's the old stock market and this is the new stock market. I think we've got to keep in mind, and this is why it's so very important to respect as risk is building and to have on your radar, hey, maybe I need to lower some of the risks that I'm taking. Hey, these economic numbers don't really add up. One says we're headed for a recession. One says we're headed, we're having a, a huge economic boom. You see, it doesn't make sense. And when things don't make, don't make sense, they don't add up. You've got to be paying attention. And it's one of those things where if you read most pop culture finance articles on this kind of thing, you'll, you'll walk away with, well, that's something that probably will never happen in my lifetime. Don't be so sure. Not trying to be a gloom and doomer. You know how I feel about that. Just pre telling you the other side of the story so that you can put all of this 
gloom and doom that you are pre presented through the financial media with and filter it a bit so that you have a good understanding of what this means and what could or could not happen. But I don't think you can take anything off the table. Uh, you know, as I look back, what happened with the stock market and with COVID and that market crash was pretty amazing, I, I, the way that, that that happened. In fact, I was curious, wondering if the same thing, because it was following 1929 pretty closely, if you compare the two charts. And uh, we've talked about what, how 1929 turned out, not, not a, a pretty horrific loss of value. But, you know, keep it in, keep it in perspective. Uh, but uh, it, it is the anniversary today, by the way, of the, uh, we've already said this, but just a reminder of 1987. Everything uh, turned out okay. Markets didn't have a great day, but they weren't crashing. I guess we'll have to wait to see Monday, see what happens. But this happens every major anniversary. People, they come out of the woodworks and print these articles and release them and publish them and, and uh, kind of make people a little bit uh, frightful about what could happen. It's hard not to be, isn't it, uh, with, with everything that's going on. Uh, lots of uh, lots of risk in, in, in the world today. Hey, this is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Hey, listen, if you got a question for me, please go to the website at www.prudentmoney.com. And send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time. Keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money. Prudent.